welcome back to She Well Read. We are going to be discussing chapter one. But before we do that, we want to send out a disclaimer about this episode. Um, this is a redo episode of our chapter one because. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because um, in the editing process, it was lost. So here we are. And it's going to sound a lot different because this is live recording in quarantine. And the rest of them were recorded a few months ago. So it, the rest of the episodes from this point on are going to sound a little different. But um, just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. And also, Sam and I, we can see each other on FaceTime, but we still might talk over each other just a little bit because it is different than recording in person so right out there right we're gonna try our best though but we're happy to be back yes love to see it <laughs> and we hope you guys are all being stay staying safe and healthy during this time um it's rough out here <laughs> not being able to go outside right so with that Let's get started. So chapter one, the friendships that shaped our own. Sarah, you want to read that quote? I, I surely don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um... <laughs> okay, another disclaimer. I lended my book to my friend. <laughs> so I'm using like a Google Books. Like I, I literally just annotated, like, you know how you can screenshot pages? Yeah. And annotate, so... Google Books only gives me like a couple pages and all I, I, I'm starting on page 14. That was the first. Oh, so not even like in 13, it would be the first page of the chapter. Right. So I actually cannot read that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for letting me know. Okay. Okay. So I'll read the quote. Um, for everyone who has their books, this is page 13. <laughs> as I've gotten older I've understood more the importance of friendships and so I really make an effort to reach out and make playdates not let too much time go by Jane Fonda playdates? I mean adult playdates those are a thing like going out with your friends is an adult playlist a playlist playdate <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a playdate but go off Jane Fonda we love Jane Fonda in this house we do. You know what? I can't bash Jane. Big feminist icon over here. Honestly, I love Jane Fonda. Especially, I think my favorite Jane Fonda is Monster-in-Law Jane Fonda. Oh, I've never seen it. Wait, what? Really, though? Yeah, I actually remember flipping through it and thinking I should watch it on Amazon Prime, but, like, not, not doing that. Bro, I've got news for you. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. Well, that's saying something. <laughs> I'm weak. Okay, so starting off this chapter, do you want to start off the chapter? <laughs> well, you know, I could. Um... <laughs> From page 14? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna... <laughs> Did you have anything on page 13? <laughs> No, so all I really have is kind of like the summary. So like basically like she starts off the book talking about her mom and the way that her mom grew up kind of like in the way that she had adult friends is way different than like we have adult friends now. Like 
Mm-hmm. It was the contrast, and that's what she's talking about. Um, but basically, to summarize it, it's talking about how female friendships were portrayed in the beginning of time, almost, in a sense, kind of. Um, but yeah, like, just kind of the way women have, like, foundationally, women have been seen throughout history. Mm. Um, and I actually really like this part. It's, like, in the first paragraph on page 18, it says, Throughout history, women have seen their bonds dismissed, picked mm-hmm. apart, or outright mocked. Men mm-hmm. from classical philosophers to religious leaders told women they had weak morals, which made it impossible for them to engage in friendship. And honestly, when I was first starting this book, I was like, what? Right, totally. Um, I mean, obviously women have been oppressed throughout history, but <laughs> I just didn't know it was everything, including their friendships, you know, just like relationship with another human being we are considered less than and like men were believed to have friendships that were bringing them closer to god mm-hmm. and then we were looked at as evil because we had liquids coming out of us i mean i mean i'm assuming like period like being on your period they thought it was gross and they thought that we were unstable and sexually threatening while they were warm and dry isn't that crazy right and it also even goes on to say like only men use the word friend and only talked about other men and if you look back at all those classical writings and things like that like it's men who are portraying us it's not even women portraying women so it's kind of like you know you read like sorry to interrupt you (laughs) bro it's like these men in congress who are passing laws about a woman's body without being like when it's like so like you know what i mean oh yeah it even says like all women could do according to men was mess up men's lives like ever since eve ate the forbidden fruit in the garden of eden like it goes back to literally the first days of mankind right in those early uh days of literature when it's like everything was based off mainly based off of adam and eve and it's like this demonization of women and then you know you scoot on to the middle ages and um the single way it was acceptable for women to be friends was if they were like in a monastery so it's like only if you were a nun could you be friends with other women right so that yeah but and then it goes on but then you know there's some hope because then she starts talking about like as time went on most men still didn't accept the concept of female friendship. Mm-hmm. However, Miss Catherine Phillips, who was a poet uh, known by the pseudonym of Miranda, formed what she called the Society of Friendship anyway. Uh, this is on 20. Basically, one of her famous poems called To My Excellent, um, I already know I'm going to botch this na- name, but Lucasia? Lucasia? L U C A S I A, on our friendship. And so part of it reads, but never had Arenda found a soul till she found thine, which now inspires, cures, and supplies, and guides my darkened breast, for thou art all that I can prize, my joy, my life, my rest. Which, at first, some scholars believed that it was about lesbianism, but others really found how it's about platonic affection. And that's kind of, this is kind of like the jumping point to like, female friendships and females being not just close because that's something else that they talk about like 
we were just seen as close. We were never friends, though. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you go on the page 21, <laughs> it, in the second paragraph, it says, Still despite this, he concludes that Phillips and all other women aren't as skilled at friendships as men are simply because they're women. Yes. Um, and I guess, like, one way the last sentence on this, um, in this little section really stood out to me, and it says, Men told us not to rely on our own sex and turn to them instead so kind of like all of this equates to how we have been for like kind of forced into like depending on a man you know this woman yep that's totally totally (laughs) patriarchal um but like the strong independent woman thing that it's it's so new you know you still don't really realize because we thankfully grew up in this time we're used to it we grew up with beyonce like you know these strong feminist icons who taught us that we don't need to rely on a man but for most of history that wasn't the case right exactly so like we're like you said like in this new age of feminism and female empowerment and friendships and that you know friendship falls into that because you know we weren't like Kayleen's mom like she didn't have female friends like once she got married it was like she was a wife and a mother and that was it and I feel like for a long time that's how it used to be until you know it was kind of this awakening like I put it that women realize you know what we can lean on each other and we're going through the same things and why do we have to listen to a man tell us about who we are as women period so um honestly going back because like kind of skipped over like a a little point that i had on page 15 oh okay we're going back taking it take it on back uh to page 15 middle middle like middle of the page second paragraph Mm -hmm. it highlights that like you know that um well I wish I could see page 13 because I think that's where she talks about that part but (laughs) the fact that um the family unit that became so um popular and like the norm in the um early like 1900s or whatever where you would be like a man and a woman and then like a family and just relying on that was really just exclusive to like middle class white families middle class upper middle class and um so on because like poorer working class women who were white and non-white continue to depend on larger networks including relatives and female friends because like that's how they you know like it takes a village in a sense um there was just no way that these women could rely on just their family and get everything done right and also now that you point back to that i like how it kind of ends this where she's saying at least in part because they couldn't afford not to these women raised their friendships to the same level as other relationships in their lives so kind of that awakening that i was talking about Mm -hmm. um, we took care of each other because it was necessary for survival right right so that's kind of like a beautiful thing Right. It's kind of like, you know, in times of needs and in times of struggle, that's when they came together. And from then on, it just boomed, blossomed. And that's what pretty much the rest of this chapter goes into. Um, 
so so yeah kind of like female friendships then and now um just how men influence the way we see female friendships and then also the influ the influence of society in female friendships like what we see in the news and the media and like mm -hmm. just that hollywood theme of female friendships it's like you know women can only be catty towards each other and they're not really friends because they don't talk about her to her and blah 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 they're gonna fight um, over a man and they're they can't have a debate and you know, right like when what i'm glad you said debate because when men go back and forth it's a debate but when we go back and forth it's a cat fight and you know thinking more deeply into it now i think it also has to play with the passion that women have like when we're like really heated about something or like what really our voices yeah our voices are pitched and that i mean even in the podcasting world like it takes away from your credibility to be like high-pitched and like you know like feminine voices are not considered as appealing as deeper manly voices right authority Mm -hmm. that authority sound when and honestly like it's the same thing it just sounds a little different the same words right right no matter how you play them out um so yeah so continuing on my points come from uh page 28 and onward where she starts talking about kind of like i was saying in the film and media industry uh, many movies and television shows in the 80s that had two female characters like portraying as not getting along um they were usually rivals and most of the time fighting over a man but then comes this movie um beaches which has um uh, yeah bet midler right and so this movie so the storyline of beaches is hillary and cece they meet as children vacationing in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Also, shout out to Wikipedia. That's where I got this from. And remain friends throughout the decades. As Cece, a louder New Yorker, pursues a singing career, Hillary, um, a state Californian, becomes a successful lawyer. Over the years, they often quarrel or compete. But as other relationships flourish and die, the two women are always there for each other, traveling from coast to coast throughout the most tumultuous times. Mm -hmm. So is in the 80s well i think it was like the late 80s was one of those first movies where it was like okay yes women get into it just like anybody else but here's why it's not any different because they can still stay friends afterwards like you might get into it but your friends always there for you at the end of the day and the storyline the producers were confused by this script because they were like wait a minute like one doesn't get married or end up with somebody else's man or they don't fall out never talk to each other again like it was so different than what they were used to seeing of women on screen that they just were just blatantly confused like wait what and yeah. they had to push for this type of narrative mm -hmm. and it was actually kind of a fluke that the um script wasn't edited to where they did end up fighting over a man right so um, I really liked how she pointed that movie out and Samurai and I have actually talked about watching this movie together because neither of us have ever seen it but it sounds good so if you've ever seen Beaches or know anything about the movie or are as hype about it or whatever <laughs> reach out to us at our shameless plug shewellreadqa at gmail.com 
so on 35 they're still talking about hillary and Cece, and their stories kind of progressed and so the big fight like you said um was not about a man but it's about jealousy um seeing your friend has done a lot of the things that you managed not to pull off and all of the like little competitive things that are going on in your friendship so that was the big issue was that Hillary with her law career and then Cece with her singing career um both of those were like their big dreams and those are kind of what you put like all your hopes into and I'm sure that they had talked about what they wanted from their career like together and so that was the big issue in their friendship was you know years have passed and they're older now and seeing that one friend's accomplished something and the other friend never got around to it like that's like real stuff that hits you it's right. not this like petty like boy drama that they're expecting right exactly which honestly i feel like that that still happens now like but literally like you said like this was the first time you ever actually saw real life scenarios of what we actually go through. What are real things that actually happen and not just, it's not all about dude boy drama and fighting over a man. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if your friend's happy with her man and he's happy with her, like you're not going to be all up in arms, you know, like that's what was meant to happen. Right, like there's other things that we talk about too. Like it's not, men aren't everything, period. That's it period yeah <laughs> no offense to all the men we still love you um sitcoms so then she starts talking about sitcoms in the 80s and kind of like the golden girls age which i love the golden girls still um, a classic still a classic um where you know you start to again see these female friendships bloom on screen and it's they go through everyday issues just like everybody else and it kind of made me start to think about like what was the first show that like I saw that showed positive female friendships and I thought of shows like Friends or That's a Raven or The Proud Family like growing up so like what were some shows that you saw Samra? I I just drew a blank like until you started mentioning some shows I was like what shows shows positive I'm thinking of Hannah Montana now so like I guess that was like a positive influence like their little girl girl guy friendship so i don't know that was a positive one i'm thinking also of high school musical but that was a well there were some positive female friendships in there but i always think about like sharpay versus um gabriella which is more of a cat fight mm -hmm. <laughs> the exact opposite of what we're talking about but you know but coming back to that in I'm pretty sure in High School Musical 3 like they finally like just like like that's not like they're not catfighting about Troy anymore or whatever okay yeah that probably did happen I don't know um, it's okay. been so long since I've watched these things it's been a minute but that's kind of sad that that's all I'm thinking about oh the Cheetah Girls <laughs> oh my gosh that was a big one I literally just did a Twitter poll about best musicals like dc coms like growing up in uh the mm -hmm. late 90s early 2000s and i had like cheetah girls high school musical lemonade mouth and camp rock and cheetah girls one which yes it's period you love That's to see it classic <laughs> it is a classic um anyway 
Um, so then, you know, she's going into all of those different shows and all of those different relationships, you know, evolving, evolving, evolving. Um, to kind of piggyback off the Golden Girls, there's mm-hmm. a paragraph on page 40 um, where it says, it's like the last couple of sentences before the section ends. Mm-hmm. And it says, it's so interesting to me that it doesn't change the things women need, the things that women have to overcome, the things that women do for each other, and the reason we stand on each other's shoulders. Those things really haven't changed. It starts over with every generation. Um, and I thought that was pretty powerful because I like look back at um, like rallies like women's marches and things from like the 1960s 1970s 1980s and they're still fighting for the same things that we are fighting for today at our women's marches and stuff so you know it really is like a cyclical fight that never ends unfortunately right and you know hopefully maybe as the years go on and we get i feel like another thing is getting more women in politics like getting people who can actually make a difference who are Mm -hmm. women it is happening so i can't i can't say nothing's changed but a lot of the big things are still very similar yeah like we still have a long way to go but we have made some progress which is hopeful hopeful right let's leave it at that right so and you know maybe in this next election we can get our first woman vp yes that would be people remember to vote in november please register do whatever you gotta do just vote so yeah so then she kind of goes into this other movie called summer sisters which is on page 42 it's by judy the book was by judy bloom and then it became a movie so summer sisters is basically about you know these two girls in the summer of 1977 um the one of the girls victoria her world changes forever when caitlin summers the other girl chooses her as a friend uh and caitlin is more reckless and welcomes uh victoria into the heart of her sprawling eccentric family and you know opening the doors to a world of you know they're kind of like more upper class and Mm -hmm. sweeping her away to vacations on martha's vineyard and you know the two friends basically what they say called summer sisters Um, But now, years later, Victoria is working in New York, Caitlin's getting married on the vineyard, and the magic of their long, complicated friendship has faded. Um, But then the plot twist is like, Caitlin asks Victoria to come to her wedding to be her maid of honor, and Victoria knows that she'll go because she wants to understand what happened during the last summer, Mm -hmm. and after all these years she wants to know why her best friend her summer sister still has the power to break her heart it's like dun 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 wow that's a powerful friendship right but the thing is i looked further into this movie and basically like um caitlin is about to marry victoria's basic basically her ex in the like her folklore and So then it kind of draws into that, like, um, the kind of, I guess, jealousy. Fighting over the man thing. Fighting over the man thing. But also in this, they found that, you know, they could get over it. Like, Victoria's like, you know what? Like, that was years ago. 
I'm adult, I'm an adult now. I've grown. Like life's changed. Like glad that y'all are now happy together. And like she has to find her place in being happy for her friend and standing uh, by her side through that. Yeah, I mean that's like a real life thing that that can happen. Right. So, cause you know, if you childhood friends and you fall in love with their ex, and but you were children at the time at first, and now you're adults, like things change, life changes, and you know that could very much be a scenario. But you know, even though this talks about kind of the man drama again, it also very much highlights their friendship and yeah, how through that they can grow over that like it's not it's not a friendship ruining thing mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't the end all be all it's like they both have lives outside of this right so some of the things that drew that drew to my mind from this is like you know those friends who family has now become your family like just the closeness in that itself and knowing your friends and being able to see their side even if it differs from yours um because I think the difference is it's different if like we're older now and you're trying to date my ex like eh, that for, to me I'm like nah that's not cool but yeah. to some people it's like okay well y'all are exes like it didn't work out between you so like who knows if it'll work out between us it's just those different viewpoints and you either have to get on the same page with that person or you know you figure it's kind of like you gotta figure it out right yeah that's so complicated when it comes to dealing with people and yeah everyone sees that type of situation differently so I feel like I guess that's part of being a friend is just sensing that and making sure things are okay with the other person you know like I don't know just doing your due diligence because at the end of the day I mean I guess whatever happens happens but Hopefully you won't ruin or end a friendship over something like that. Right. So, like, for me, if I know, if it's, so, for instance, it's a scenario where it's a guy, and I know he's tried to hop in my friend's DMs, and she turns him down, and then he tries to hop in mine. To me, I think it's weird, and I'm like, no, because you just tried to get with my friend, and now since you can't have her, it's like, I'm your sloppy seconds. Um, So, like, that's my point of view, but, like, other people's point of view on that might be different which you know shameless plug please if you have anything to add on this conversation specifically uh email us at qa at gmail.com and let us know what you think like what's your take on that what would you do in that scenario yeah um, we'll discuss it um and then another one was you know who was your first female friend like do you remember I remember I was actually talking about her to my mom the other day so funny um I mean I guess like my first memories of her are in my new school when we had just moved from Georgia to Louisiana so I was like fresh in down south I guess (laughs) and this girl I don't even know how we met but I know we went to the same church so maybe it was through church um but we like I went over to her house and we we did I don't even remember what we did but she was my first like bestie and my mom to this day remembers her and like I'd like to find 
find this girl and, you know, rekindle our friendship if there's even anything to be salvaged. I don't know. Right, because at this point now, it's years later, you're grown up. You could be two totally different people or you can find common ground and maybe the friendship's still there. That could be pretty cool. Could be. Um, but then in the, going on in this chapter... Um, now she moves into like you know her mom's retired now and is making new friends and you know her new life of you know now hearing her mom talk about her friends and you know she sounds happy and describes these women and the time that they spend together and it reminded me of oh my gosh the importance of a girl's night like a girl's night where you're just with your girlfriends you go out to the bar you go out to eat like I value girls' nights so much because with the hecticness of life, like, you need that time to unwind with your girlfriends and, like, not have, like, men, significant others, men, like, whoever, like, just talking to your friends and being with your friends and spending that time together. I agree. It's so refreshing when you can just be with your girls and complain and, you know, talk about anything and, you know, don't have to hold anything back and the night could end up, like... I feel like I end up getting teary-eyed throughout those nights, like, whether it's, like, from crying laughter or just, like, something touching that someone shared, you know, just, like, all these little things. It's so good for the soul, um, especially, like you said, life is so hectic and just, you need, you need, like, some time for yourself. Right, and I feel like, kind of like you mentioned, but your friends bring a different kind of happiness out of you, like... I feel like when I'm with my friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, like my friends, like my girls, like I can tell them anything. Like we're about to, like, you, you know, you're like, I'm about to have so much fun with them. These are memories that I'm going to look back on. And it's just, it's just so much different. Yeah, right. Totally. Um, so then to wrap this chapter up, um, there's a quote on here. It's literally the ending quote. And it's her mom talking about, uh, she's talking, she's talking about her mom and some of her friends and um this story about the other day she had told her mom had told her about going over to a friend's house to hang out and they talked about their plans for the next few months and drank we love to drink <laughs> and, right and you know her friends are trying to convince her to go on a kayaking adventure in alaska um and you know just that and basically to wrap up and her mom says, I don't know about kayaking. I'm 75. And then her mom's friend goes, so am I. We'll do it together. And I just thought that last, like, we'll do it together, like, how powerful that is, especially mm -hmm. being females and, you know, all the different struggles that we go through and all the, just all the life things that we go through, like, just being like, you know, we'll do this together, like, finding that common ground, like, that support system. And yeah. really just knowing that you don't have to be alone. 100%. I hope my friends stay with me till the day I die. Because, you know, like, life is hard. And, you know, like, someone that will go kayaking with you at 75, that's hard to find. Right. Like, making and making new friends already isn't fun. Like, no one likes to do it. No uh, I mean, that's hard <laughs> to new friends. But new friends can also be fun, too. Like... You know, when once you do make those really good new friends and you have your old friends and you just you just have friends, you know, you have people. <laughs> new friends, old friends, past, present. 
future. <laughs> so I think um, wrapping up that chapter of the friendships that shaped our own basically is just talking about, you know, all of the different things that we see about friendships and all of the different experiences that we have in our friendships help us grow individually mm-hmm. and it'll help us also grow in those relationships. So true. I really love this chapter. I feel like it took us back, like we just said, past. It took us to the present and well, I guess the future is unknown, but be written. If you will. <laughs> hopefully (laughs) our friendships only get stronger t t well and that's a wrap on chapter one in our next episode we'll be discussing chapter two mean girls and the nice girls Woo! Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, and being patient with us during this time and us learning in this new podcasting environment and just stay safe and healthy bye thank you for listening today we hope you enjoyed the episode please follow us on all of our social media facebook instagram twitter pinterest and youtube to stay in the loop of all things she well read and remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to SheWellReadQA at gmail.com. And for any business inquiries, send us an email to SheWellRead at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. And subscribe to us on any platform you listen to podcasts. We love you. Thanks again. Bye.